the would you rather for today's question is this. Would you only would you rather only be able to text through voice message uh, for the next year or or you can't taste your food for the next two months? I'm going to go with I can't taste my food for the next two months. Mm. Interesting. The, re- the reason being is <clears throat> we've uh, I say. As far as being slim, I say Chris probably the most slim host out of us three. Oh, absolutely. But, but, but we've all went through, like, you know, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to get my diet together. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But some food that's not good for you, it just tastes delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So if I can't taste my food, I'm doing nothing but eating straight healthy, eating nothing but leafy greens. I'm going to just have an exceptional diet for those next however, because the taste not really going to matter to me. Hey, bro, side note, I ate, um, so like I was, I had a weight loss goal to hit and I said like, oh, I'm a, I'm a eat a Baconator when I hit my weight loss goal. Like, cause I like, I love, I love a Baconator. You, you they're just an undefeated sandwich in my mind, bro. I got a Baconator and I was just like, what is this? This is, you, you can outgrow certain is, food for sure. What, what's going on here? Like I was so disappointed in myself, bro. I've never felt that way about a Baconator All before. Right, you could have you could have did five guys. I mean, yeah, you know, I should I should have did five guys. I should have did five because five guys ain't never did me wrong. Ain't never did never me. never. When they eat extra fries, bro, especially the Wendy's around the corner for me, bro. They always after a certain time. Yeah, we only taking cash, bro. If y'all want to steal from the store, do it on your own time. They ain't got nothing <laughs> to do with me, bro. Like let me pay with my card. But anywho, Chris, which one would you rather do, man? Which which one? I think I go with using voice to text. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I like tasting my food, and I just feel like, like with all the COVID going around, people was miserable not being able to taste their food. And you mean I gotta do that for two months? Mm. Mm. That's tough. And voice to text, I mean, that don't rule out I can't just call somebody if they can't get what I'm saying. And and then it also make me pronunciate my words a lot better and and like speak up and stuff like that. So I think oh no, you gotta you gotta do a voice you gotta do a voice message if you send them one. You gotta like send the voice message. Hold right, down the you do a voice, voice message. message. Yeah. Oh oh yeah, that's not bad then. That's not bad. No, I'm like that's mad weird. Like I ain't trying to like voice message my moms, bro. Like how are you today? Now I gotta. I don't know. I don't want to do that. It's too much effort. You want to know the funniest part about the, all right? So this question was inspired by two experiences that I've actually like been through in my lifetime, right? Because like one of my phones, like right after voice message came out, the screen cracked, and y'all know I had COVID and couldn't taste my food, and I'm like, what's two situations I've been in that were like, they weren't terrible, but they were like vividly uncomfortable, and like these are the two. Let me tell you, I would gladly do voice message for. Um, for a year as opposed to can't taste my food for two months because like the worst part about like not being able to taste your food is like you can now feel the experience of having food in your mouth without taste like it's a <laughs> gross feeling it's really so terrible and like i wouldn't want to get you never get used to it i had i had covid and my taste was gone for like a week and a half damn near two weeks and i kept saying in my mind like at some point i'm gonna just get used to food being in there and me not tasting it it never happened it literally never happened once. And I was just I, like, I, I didn't experience that, so. Oh, it was it was god-awful, bro. It was just like, oh, boy, I had so much stuff in my mind. I, I hate it. Pause. But anyway, it was just, it was a terrible experience. It was a terrible, terrible experience. But anyway, 
we got a great show for y'all today, man. We got a lot going on. We mostly going to be talking hoops. And, you know, we, we might have to call this the Title IX episode or something because we, we got to have some, some moments for the WNBA. And uh, <laughs> we also got to have some come to Jesus moments for the next GM, Sean Marks, and some of the things that he was asking for for Kevin Durant. We're going to sprinkle in some summer league on top of that, and we're going to try to make a good good uh, show for y'all today. That's all a good show to y'all. Sound good to yes, me. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, what's up, y'all? Don't forget to remi- don't forget to participate in the Pod Pick'em Challenge. Uh, if you haven't already heard about it, if you haven't thought about participating, very simple. The Pod Pick'em Challenge, we give you the opportunity to turn your subscription into a thousand. All you got to do is be subscribed and beat us three at a at the Pod Pick'em Challenge. We'll pick three to five games each week. Beat us uh, from the beginning of the season up through the Super Bowl, and boom, you're entered into a raffle to uh, win the grand prize. The more people to enter, the bigger the prize is. So it's up to y'all how big the prize box get, all right? But we saying $1,000 is the peak of it right now. That could be revisited if we get enough subscribers. Anywho. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over Axe crew. We got the master, the mix and master, Josh Guyton in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man to plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC, that's me, Ken Gibbs. Now, fellas, we are we are looking at um, a new world in terms of, of sports and, and, and legacies and all that. And We've seen a lot with the NBA as far as guys jumping teams a lot, a la LeBron. And, and you know, you, you've got a lot of people saying that there's no more loyalty in sports anymore. And, and so, staying on one team is, is greatly valued as far as legacy and all that goes. And with that being said, both Damian Lillard and Bradley Bill have read up on their teams for max contracts. Fellas, let me ask you this. Is this, would you rather have a don't run from the grind career or would you rather be a guy that's like an all-star level guy, but you went to multiple teams and won a ring or two there? Um, For the longest, especially because I'm, I'm a Kobe guy, where if I said if I was a professional athlete, I'd be loyal to you, stay to the, stay to the same team for however many years. But as I get older and I just experience life more, Playing for these teams is nothing different than you working a job. It's not yeah. like you, you know, you got a certain loyalty to these organizations or if something happened to you, yo, I blew up my knee, I can't play anymore. Yo, this happened to me, I can't play anymore. They wouldn't be ready to trade me if my skills declined. They wouldn't be ready, they would be ready to trade me at the drop of a dime. So I don't blame certain, I don't really think it's the loyalty when it comes to Bradley Bill, when it comes to Damian Lillard. I think it comes to Supermax. I'd be loyal for a Supermax. But at the same time, you can also parlay championships and those other opportunities into careers past basketball. For example, you can get a guy like Draymond. I think I think if we were having a basketball conversation just because of the championship experience, people would be more to, more than willing to listen to a Draymond talk basketball than they would Bradley Beal. Mm. Interesting. Which is Interesting. tough. That's that's a very good point. That's a very good point. Chris, which 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 one would you rather have, man? The, the don't run from the grind career or go around and win you a couple chips? Man, this should have been a would you rather because that 260 M's is tough, man. <laughs> that right. is tough. But, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, where do you want to be known as, man? Money gets forgotten because 10 years from now, players going to be getting paid double that, okay? Yeah. 
20 years from now, they're going to get paid probably double that. The way the way money works is it's just going to keep on getting worse and worse, harder and harder to raise. Like, people that got offered jobs out of college 20 years before us don't get paid nearly as much as people that get offered out of jo- jobs out of college now. Like, it the, the money just keeps evolving and gets more expensive to live on earth. So money gets forgotten. Winning championships, though. People still to this day only keep Bill Russell in their top 10 because he got so many dang on championships. Yep. Like, half everybody that ranks Bill Russell never even seen a clip of Bill Russell playing. But they know he just had all them championships. He's a legend that will always live on. You know, so to me, until they change the award from Bill Russell award to LeBron James award, because LeBron James also been to the finals more times than he's not been into the finals since he's been in the league. I honestly think that having a legacy of winning is more important to me for my career. And I would go with probably, probably not running from the grind, but making the grind a little easier. Hey, hey, Chris, man, stay off the drugs. Stay off. Money gets forgotten. I don't yeah. care how much money you think I made or didn't make. That guess guess what? I even get my money. Exactly. Guess <laughs> guess what? Baby, I, 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 I agree with you. I agree. You don't forget that money, but when you think back, you ain't thinking about how much money Allen Iverson made. You just you remember know, he ain't got no ring. You but you know what you also think about? Allen Iverson set himself up with his Reebok deal to where he got fifty M's waiting on him. As soon yeah. as he turned, what was it, fifty? Is it is it fifty? I think it's either fifty yeah. or forty-five. Yeah, that, that's cool. He could have did that and still got a ring too. I feel. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. I'm I'm with Guyton in that. You know what I mean? Like the the Superbacks money is is nice and all that, but at the same time, you don't owe these teams no loyalty. Like to me, if I had to pick one, it's just whichever one is better for me at that time, and also. Let's be honest. If you're taking it back to Bill Russell time, bro, what? They did not. They wasn't making nothing. They was literally leaving the court. Exactly. Like, all right, bro, I exactly. got to go ahead and <laughs> I got to go fix well pipes all day. Like, bro, what? You're out of exactly. your mind. Exactly. But what I'm saying is you forget about all that because you know he, he got 11 titles. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. But at the end of the day, for me personally, again, I don't. It's whichever one is, like, best for me at that time. Like, if, if you're talking about, like, wh- whose career would I rather have between, like, like if I was a Bradley Bill on championship teams, which I think most of us would agree, Bradley Bill is not a first option on a championship team, right? Right. No, I, I put him in the same boat as a, a, a Paul George, James Right, Harden. a, second, a yeah. second to third option depending on the team that you're on. Honestly, if I had that career, if they told me, like, that's the best you're going to be, yeah, I, I'll probably stick with one team only because of the bread. Only because the bread is that crazy. That's right. that's probably it. Like, uh, again, I wouldn't care about running from the ground. I wouldn't care about the allegations. Now, if you told me I was going to have Brian career, then, yeah, I'd, I'd jump around all the time because wherever he goes, he's getting a new max. But, like, if Bradley Bill went somewhere else, he's not about to get another max. Like, he's not getting the super max from nah, he he not getting two hundred sixty five million dollars nowhere else. He, That's he what I'm not. saying. He's not. If he was to say, you know what, I'm gonna go to the Nuggets and me and Yoke is gonna win a championship. You're not getting two hundred sixty mil over there. I mean, you're just not doing it. So me personally, I mean, but hey. once you get over five million dollars a year, though, Gibbs, it's like it don't even matter no more, bro. I it get really you. Don't. I I I get you. 
I get you. It it kind of don't. But at the same point, mm, it kind of does. All right. Well, let, let's flip this thing. We're talking <laughs> about Bill. we talking about Bill. Let's talk about Dame. Dame is somebody that we can all agree that he probably could be a one on a championship team. Like, if you told me Dame was the number one player on a championship team. I mean, he'd been to the Western Conference Finals. With, hey, listen. With, with CJ McCollum as his second man, that, that's tough to. Do. I can see. I, I'll say this. I can see Dame being a one on the squad. Like if something, if something happened in the cha- like, for example, how the Raptors beat the Warriors. You they got to be a super well oiled machine kind of team, though. Yeah, like a lot of things had like, to work out. Okay, for, I give, for the Raptors I give you to get example. that chip. I give you an example. I give you an example. I give you an example. If you took Dame. And put him on this Celtics team now. Without Jason Tatum taking the leap to superstardom, but you put him on this Celtics team and they won a title. And Jason Tatum was still an all-star. Jalen Brown was still an all-star. Marcus Starr still a defensive player of the year. But he was Tatum wasn't a superstar. He was still a step behind Dame. You wouldn't say, like, okay, that makes that doesn't make sense. You know, Dame, like Yeah, Dame Dame would be the first option on that team and they'd be a Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Exactly. So right. to me, that makes sense. So if I'm Damian Lillard in that in that regard. Go get a ring, man. You got Adidas deals. <laughs> Damian Litter has rap deals. Like you got so much other money, bro. But it is Portland. I could see if you was in LA losing. You losing in Portland. Portland. Hey, no disrespect to our listeners in Portland. Okay. But at my job, I have a teammate that lives in Portland. And we was like, What's one place if they had the offsite here, you would like not go? Because we was in Hawaii, we was in Maui for the offsite, and like we was like having a good time. I said, and they was like, well, yeah, this one is so great. Like the next one, you got to make it terrible to even it out. And they was like, yeah, we got to go to a convention center in Cleveland. And I looked at uh, I looked at the CFO and I said, listen, I get that y'all trying to cut costs and all that. I swear to God, if y'all had it in Cleveland. I am not showing up. <laughs> so we was like, we was just joking that we was going around the table asking like a place where if they had it there, you wouldn't go. And my teammate who lived in Portland said, hey, if y'all was having it in downtown Portland, yeah, no, nah, I definitely had to go to a wedding in, in you know, my hometown or something. This man's hometown is Butte, Montana. <laughs> that is, you know, no disrespect to our Portland never- viewers, but. Ooh. I thought you were about to say all my Tana listeners. I was to say, I don't know where, you, where we got them at. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm just only, saying. I'm just saying. You, you, only thing you hear about Portland is probably Portland Trailblazers. Like, that's probably the only thing I've ever... I can't think of nothing that struck my mind about Portland, like, other than Trailblazers. I was gonna say, didn't Starbucks start there? But it's, no, that's I think Seattle. that's Seattle. Yeah, that's yeah, Seattle. Yeah, that's Seattle. Yeah. I, thought this, I thought the same thing when we first said Portland. I'm like, no, that's Seattle. I mean, no, I've, nothing. I've heard, what came from Portland? Uh, I. Never mind. Never mind. I, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, too like, like, I'm like, too like, like, let me put the picture for y'all. Idaho. Potato. Potato. Right. Portland <laughs> don't even have that. Portland don't even have that. <laughs> like, like, like <gasps> at least Idaho has something claim to fame. You know what I mean, bro? Please, the Portland viewers is never gonna watch us again. They are never I, gonna. They I just mean, turned off facts over acts, and they never coming back again. But you know what though? That's you. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Portland is not. I wouldn't. I mean, yes, any city being a hun, being a hundred millionaire is a hundred millionaire, regardless of what city you in. Because right. like. You could easily just be like, I'm going to book a month-long Airbnb in whatever place or just buy a house in whatever place you'd like to live outside of there. But you're not wrong. 
You're not wrong. Like, hey, fellas, so, let's go to the All-Star game in Portland. I'm going to look well, at you like you stupid. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. In terms of legacy, right? Because, yes, we're talking about uh, uh, Steph, I mean, Dame and, and, and Bill, but, like, for a Steph, for a Kobe, for a Duncan, for a Nowitzki, do you think staying on one team adds to the legacy in a meaningful way? Yes. I do. I do a lot because if you look at a Kobe career or a Duncan career, yeah, they would be as great if they went somewhere else or they might even have more championships. But if you look at like because because of Duncan, San Antonio is considered like a prolific franchise now. The Lakers already was. And if you synonymous with franchises like that, then that definitely elevates your legacy. Plus, it's great players out there to switch teams. And when they career over, they might not have a jersey retired somewhere. They might not have a might not have a statue outside the stadium somewhere. Mm. We, we we could definitely see a future in which no team retires Carmelo Anthony's jersey. Stop it! I'm serious. Uh, that that's a stretch. That's a stop stretch. it. That's I'm a serious. Stretch. That's a stretch. At, at all right, no no joke right now. No joke. At bare minimum, at bare minimum, the Nuggets are retiring his jersey. I think Possibly. they should. But if, Possibly? Could, if if a decision came and they said no, I wouldn't be surprised. Get out of here. Stop it. I wouldn't be surprised. Stop it. Stop it. If I'm the serious. Nuggets didn't man, you out of your mind. You got to be out of <laughs> that man, he leads them in score. How do you not retire your leading scorer's jersey? How do you not like, do that? I just feel like the more that time goes, I'm pretty sure there's teams out there who lead and score don't have a jersey retired. It gotta be. Who? I, who who do you I'm, think of? I'm, I'm oh, up. actually, I got one. I got one. Charlotte might not retire Kimba's jersey, and he they lead scorer. Kimba is a lead scorer. Yeah, Kimba. <laughs> yeah, yeah, by far. And that's off the dome. That's off the dome. I ain't Google nothing. My hands been right in front of him. That's off the dome. And Charlotte that's might tough. not retire Kimba's jersey. That's tough. Wait a minute. Is Carmelo not their leading scorer? Oh my God! Is it Alex English? It might be Alex English. Oh Jesus! Oh, that's tough. That's tough, man. Yikes! Yikes! Um, never mind. Never mind about that whole Carmelo thing. You know, I was just joking. No, I think they still. He he still had a run in Denver that if they don't retire his jersey, they 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 might not get another free agent, big free agent ever in their life. Like. Come on now. Melo did that franchise great when he was there. Only reason why he wanted to get out was because he wanted to be in New York near his family and all that. Like, literally. Melo yeah. Mello served his purpose in Denver as a – as a, didn't get into much trouble. He got a couple – you know, he got a couple little things on his resume, but not crazy. Nothing crazy. Do the Phoenix Suns have Walter Davis jersey retired? Um, Do the Phoenix Suns have Walter Davis jersey retired? I would, I would imagine so. Also, also, Carmelo is third all time in scoring for them. Yikes, that's tough. That's a, that's a tough one. Uh, but he wasn't there that long, though, for real. That's that. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's, he went to New York when he he came to the league at what 21, 20? and he um yeah he went now to now their all time three point score their all time three point score is crazy. It's Will Barton. That is crazy. That is uh-huh. nuts. Yeah, Will Barton's their all-time three guy. That's crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, no, there's there's not a world where they don't retire Carmelo's jersey. Just from a cultural impact. Right. Well, one one last one. They, I, I think they're going to do it. Do the Raptors retire DeVar DeRozan jersey? 
Yes. Yes. Hell yes. There's I, neither, I, I he I, the I, reason he the reason look, that started that championship. I I agree. And this is no respect to Demar Derozan. But if I go to the stadium and I see like Derozan up there, I'm like, yo, we need we need some better squads in, in, in Toronto, dog. Can I can I tell you something? If Demar Derozan is never born, they never win a championship. Never, never win a championship. So he responsible because he got traded. He's no. responsible because he was good enough to get traded for a prime Kawhi. True. Okay. True. And also, that, also, also, true. he was good enough for them to start building pieces around around that team. him. Exactly. And they built pieces around the mid range scorer who could score if he gets the ball in high volume. Uh, and, then, and then you upgrade that for Kawhi. Stop it. They are definitely retiring his jersey. If bro. they don't, they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all right, y'all right, absolutely. Y'all right. But, but I think right. the best example is Kimba and Charlotte. Like, yeah, Kimba, Kimba, Kimba did a lot for them coming out of UConn. But I don't. I mean, think honestly, that's... honestly, they kind of got to do it too. They kind of got to do it. Nah, they got to do it. I don't think they got to. Think about what they were before Kimba got there. Think they about what the they Charlotte were before Kimba got there. They was the Charlotte Bobcats. No, no, no. I don't mean like think about what they were in our minds. Before they got, we weren't around for Muggsy Bowes and like Larry Johnson, all that. We weren't around for that. What we yeah. saw of them was a Mecca we Okafor, Adam Morrison. Oh, Maggetti. <laughs> yeah, oh, and they had Lord, Al Jefferson for a little minute too. But that Al Jefferson came along at, wait. No, he came, he came right along before Kimba. Kimba. Yeah, he came yeah. along right before Kimba. But, but again, the only reason we thought of Al Jefferson as a baller. I mean, nah, bro. If Kimba wasn't there, we wouldn't, bro. If Kimba wasn't there, I don't know if they. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't definite that they gonna retire his jersey. It's not, it's not like stop it, stop. It's it's not. The Bobcats were so irrelevant when that man came. Wow, and now y'all got us calling him the Bobcats still. The the Hornets were so irrelevant when that man came into the league. He at least made them a legitimate franchise. Took him to a couple playoffs. I agree with you. I agree with you. But 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 they got. Sweat twice in them two playoffs. Well, let me ask you this. What's the LaMelo character done since he's been there? I mean, he he's just started. Right. right. But that's yeah, that's my point. At and, the end of the day, his, it's still Charlotte. Com- his second in command's leaving. Ain't, he might be going doing some 27 days, 27 nights. Yeah, he but, did a lot more than 27, boy. Hey. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Really? But, but actually, actually, the Pistons look like they about to offer him a, a contract if he beats, these, beats this case, though. Seriously. We need to learn from the Browns. When you got them type of allegations on you, just go ahead and <laughs> sit it out. Just go ahead and sit it out. But anyway, Chris, does it is that a, a part that plays in the that factors into what you look at somebody's legacy at? Does it play into somebody's legacy whether or not they stay with one team? No. Um, like the one player that I say that it it played a big impact on his legacy was Magic Johnson. You know. Because he was a Laker the whole time, because he was like the face of Showtime, that play, like when you think of Magic, you think Showtime, happy, and all of that. If he went to another team, I don't think Magic Legacy would still be the same. But he's the only guy that I think, like, Legacy is like, like, for example, Allen Iverson Legacy. I keep bringing him up again because he's somebody that said loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. But he didn't win nothing. I mean, phenomenal career, phenomenal money he made. But... He didn't win nothing. So, I mean, I don't like being loyal did nothing for his career. I Magic mean, he is also somebody played that, for like what? Five teams? 
Yeah, but, yeah. but what I'm saying is he played for him when he was like, when he had no choice. Like, they was yeah. like, you, you got to get up out of here. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, I mean, no. And, um, like, Tim Duncan, honestly, I think you put Tim Duncan on any other team in that era, and they all win at least two championships. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Socrates just said something interesting. Who retires Kawhi's jersey? Toronto has to. I don't Spurs think so. and Toronto. The Spurs. I don't, and I don't think the, he was a finals. He was a finals MVP for both of those teams. Toronto probably will never get another championship again. San Antonio. He got a finals MVP when he was a toddler. That man played how many years in Toronto? Only one. But one? like I said, they may never get another banner again, Gibbs. They the may never. <laughs> that's their best, best season in the history of their franchise. That's their best season in the history of their franchise. The best player in the history of their franchise. And he will. He, he won them a title and won finals MVP on top of that. I'm sorry. We're sitting here debating DeRozan and his impact on that team. And Kawhi is a no-brainer? Get out of no. here. Stop no, I never, I never said. I was with you when I said when DeRozan was going to be a definite player to win the award. I mean, to get his jersey hung. I was with you right away when Guyton said that. Kawhi, though, is different. He wants – name somebody that's going to go to Toronto as a free agent. Name one player. He didn't go as a free he agent. He got traded. Exactly. <laughs> he got traded, and he could have been like Ben Simmons and said, oh, my back hurt. I don't want to play in Toronto. I only got one more year left on my deal. Oh, my God, like Ben Simmons did. But, no, Kawhi went in there. He took them boys. And he got to the finals. Golden State got banged up, and he won a ship. Yeah. I don't know if I retire his jersey if I'm him. I don't know about nah, that. bro. I'm sorry. And then, there's and no then, hate. There's no hate, but I don't know if I can retire your jersey off of one year. And in that one year, honestly, that that team, that the collection of what they were, is much more due to the players who were already there and that GM than it was him. Nah, because bro. at the end of nah. the day, how many? All right, look at it like this: If you were to put Kawhi on the Pistons that year, does Kawhi sniff any type of relevancy? Any type of relevancy no. in that year? No. If you put him on a lot of teams, he didn't. But That's my to, point. He had to sit out thirty games in order to be great in the playoffs. Well, but but you got to remember he had just came off a nasty injury, and the Spurs was trying to downplay his injury, so he was being precautionous. What that got to do with me? But if I, I'm, I if I'm the Raptors it and got you tell a me, title, it got you the, a title. I understand that, but if I'm the Raptors and you telling me I got to retire somebody's jersey off one year and really off and it's three the quarters, only ring in your franchise that, history though, it's the only ring in your franchise history. You probably, I, I, I'll probably die or have really a lot of gray hair everywhere, and the Raptors probably still won't sniff another title. Let me tell you, and, and I, I plan are, on living to at least seventy-five. Y'all are more generous. Y'all are more generous as owners and GMs than me, because I ain't doing it. I ain't going. You was here for a year. You weren't even here by your choice. You didn't want to be here. You got a championship and you left. You but he didn't even leave that. messy or nothing. He he, you know, he 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 left. It he talked to them, how, told them what he wanted, wanted to go back home. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you leave. It don't and matter. Look at, all the, look at all the commercials he was on in Toronto for that season. Look at all the revenue he generated for Toronto that season. Come on, man. They owe it to him to retire that jersey, man. (laughs) That's crazy. That's really wild. Andre Bargnani has more career points for the Raptors than you. Get out of here. I ain't hearing it. I ain't going for it. Hey, bro, he only played played 70 games. 
I, that I ain't retired. <laughs> I ain't retiring. Not a darn thing. I ain't doing it. I, that I shot against it. Philly. Come on, man. You, Let me tell you something. They probably and, got that hanging on the wall in there. In, in my person, I'm, I'm gonna get back to the topic. In my personal opinion, a player staying with one team, um, it absolutely affects the legacy. And I say that because the only reason that like a player can play for multiple teams and we be all right with it. Is if like his OG team had terrible, terrible, terrible management. Right. That's it. That's it. If you're talking all time greats and you jumped to multiple teams, and we're not talking in the career, because you know what, you did bring up a great point with AI did play for five teams, but all of them was over the age of thirty. Like that's not really the same as like, you know what I mean? Like Hakeem Olajuwon retired as a Raptor. Like nobody probably realizes that, but he did. Um, I mean, uh, honestly, Patrick Ewing retired a. a uh, uh, Orlando Magic, Magic. yeah, uh, uh, Magic. Like that's just the reality. But you know, it's it's different. But I'm gonna tell you this: when you look at great players, again, the only way that people excuse you leaving is if your first team had no clue what they were doing. If your if your first squad was half decent outside of you, if they were half all right, people look at you like that's that is why. While there is a lot of bad Twitter out there, while there's a lot of most skilled player ever, folks out there. That's why Kevin Durant will never be in anybody's top five. I don't. I think that he's in some people's top ten, but it's rare. But I don't think he'll ever get in anybody's top five. Uh, I had him fifteen you, last episode. You, you, no, he talking about skill, most skilled players. You ain't telling me. Oh no, no. In terms, of, in terms of in terms of skill, uh, again, again, I I don't look at skill the same way y'all do. And in terms of skill, top ten is arguable, man. It's it's arguable, yeah, for sure, for sure. But player, nah, like bro, you ain't you ain't one? naming five players more skilled than Kevin Durant to me, bro. I'm sorry, you're not. You can you're not naming five. No, you're not you naming five players that. that seven that seven foot shoot the three, dribble like a point guard. Height ain't and a skill. Height is not a skill. <laughs> that's the point, Gibbs. That's the point. He There's plays a like a guard. That's not gonna play at like that. Seven feet, bro. He plays like a guard at seven feet, Gibbs. Literally. You can't guard that man. You can't guard that man. Is that supposed that's to be a good skill. thing? That's skill. Yes. Is that supposed to be a good thing? I mean, yeah, because who How else many seven it? footers you know doing that? How many no, seven no, no. footers? Right. Giannis don't the do that. Like a Giannis don't do that. And Giannis got a ring with the with a team that's completely mid outside of him. Kevin Durant, <laughs> the only time he ever got a ring is when he was with the greatest backcourt of all time that won multiple rings without his behind. Okay, they won two rings without, not, not multiple. They won two. Okay. Two That's, is multiple, ain't it? It's multiple, ain't it? Hey, look, I mean, but, but going off of what Socrates would say to the chat, honestly, I would spruce up the top of my arena if I was the Clippers. If I'm the Clippers, I'm retired in Kawhi jersey. What? And I'm not saying. I mean, and I, they argue they own arena, any, too. They gonna I'm not have saying to. because of any kind of contributions. I'm not saying because of any kind of contributions. But 20 years from now, unless you a basketball, basketball fan, you're going to look up in the in the rafters. You're going to see Kawhi Leonard and be like, yo, he was, a, he was a clipper. I'm telling y'all this right now, and y'all don't realize it at this moment. But it's, it's something that time will be very unkind to Kawhi's legacy. Time will be extremely unkind to his legacy. I, I don't know about that. I, what, 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 what time will do to his legacy, it'll, it'll bring out the bad stuff about Kawhi. Like like it does for everybody that's good legacy though. Honestly, think about everybody that's good in the NBA. Even, I, I even Kobe, God rest Kobe's soul. All the bad stuff came out as he retired. Everything bad. Kobe did this in the locker room. Kobe did that. 
did but, this, did that. But this this what I'm saying. This what I'm saying, right? Kobe is an exceptional case because, like, with his early passing, like, it became like you can't slander the dead. Like, you just can't do it. It's a little weird. You, people look at you like you're a weirdo. But with that being said, if you look at a lot of guys' legacy, one of one of two things happens. You either get Paul Bunyanized to where you were the greatest thing to ever exist and you had no flaws in your game, or your legacy shrinks just for no reason. Like, you didn't – I'm going to tell you, a guy whose legacy, like, shrinks by the day for, like, inexplicable reasons, Shaq. When, when you think about what Shaq truly yeah, that's, was that's, – If you wasn't legacy, there to see Shaq play, you'd just be like, oh, he was just some – Big dude that can shoot free throws. Based on how people talk about him now, you would not know. Like you, you look uh, at that picture of the when you look at that picture of the Nets, it really encapsulates a lot see, of his career. See, here, here, it really theory, does. Here's my theory about Shaq. Right, if Shaq didn't play in the '90s and as far as he did in the 2000s, I would agree with y'all. But there's still enough people that was around, like our age, that know Shaq. That, that his legacy ain't tarnished yet. Now, 20 right. years from now, I would agree with you because he is he is getting big and sloppy, and the way he talk is just ridiculous. But let me tell y'all a player who legacy is really going to tank. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce Paul legacy. Paul Pierce legacy already yeah, yeah, yeah. His already legacy done. was cooked before but, he retired. But, 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 but <laughs> listen, listen, listen. He was still playing. Listen, listen, listen. Right now, the, the, right now, real basketball fans still call him like you. Be like, oh, his nickname was the truth. Yeah, Paul Pierce. Yeah, he was yeah, straight back yeah. in the day. That's facts. That's facts. Not even five years from now, you ask any new basketball fan, they probably won't even be able to tell you who Paul Pierce was. I'm, I'm guaranteeing. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you as sure as the sun rises on the east and sets on the west. I want you to think about something right now. If you really look at their accolades one for one, Kawhi Leonard is actually very close and comparable to Kevin Durant. Same amount of finals MVPs, same amount of championships, almost identical number of all-star games, all that good stuff. I guarantee you in 10 to 15 years, there will be two totally different things said about those two. And he has way That's more facts. chips. He has way more chips than Kevin Durant. He got what, four? Oh, Is it three who? or four? Kawhi. Kawhi? He only got, he went he two only with got, the Spurs. He only got one. two. Yeah, he got two. You want one with the Spurs, one with the Raptors. One with the Spurs, one with the Raptors. Oh, my bad, my bad. You're right, you're right. I'm my, my mind is tripping. But anyway, yeah, so he got two. So they got the same amount of rings, same amount of uh, finals MVPs. And I guarantee you, in in 10 to 15 years, the conversation that's had about those two will be such a world of difference. It won't even like, you won't even realize, wait a minute, if you put their resume side by side. I mean, but if you think thing. about it, though, if you think about it, even today, Kevin Durant, not that much better than Kawhi when he's fully healthy. Like, if you think about it today, it's not that, like, you you tell me I'm trading Kevin Durant for Kawhi Leonard, I think that's fair trade on both sides. Honestly, I, I really do. You think that Kevin... Hey, Chris. I, I, I'm not mad. Well, at no, t- what, what are you about to say, Gibbs? Because I'm willing to hear Chris out. What what they got in Boston that got you acting like this, man? What no. they got in Boston? If you told me I had to trade Kevin Durant tomorrow, the best I was getting was Kawhi Leonard, I would be like, oh, done deal. Done deal. Done deal. Tomorrow. Done deal. We only had to talk You mean, you mean I'm, I'm trying to, you, you mean right now or you mean if they both fully healthy? They both fully healthy. Fully healthy, of course that's a fair trade. But health is a big part of that's a oh, huge oh, part yeah, of I'm it. Speak, oh, yeah, I'm speaking fully healthy. I'm speaking fully healthy, yeah. That's like saying healthy. if you knew the future of what was going to happen when Brandon Rose was in Portland, <laughs> you would still be like, you know what? 
I'll go ahead and and, and give you uh, uh I'll go ahead and give you like every player that the Cavs got except Brown. Like you would look crazy. You would I look gonna crazy. Lie, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Kevin Durant, Kawhi, even Kawhi, nah. Like we 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 look we looked at the sky set today. You told me best I was getting for Kevin Durant was Kawhi. I'm gonna take McGamble on Kawhi because Kawhi not that far off than Kevin Durant, and I know I'm losing Kevin Durant either way. So I, I'm gonna be honest with you. 27, and I think he was 50, 40, 90 before. And he won a defense player of the year. And he got two finals MVPs. And he's a guy that you can fit in any system because he's good defensively. No, he's not. He can't fit in any he can't fit what? on any he can fit in any system. You're right. He can fit in any system. He can't fit on any team. The man has to miss at minimum 20 to 30 games every season. Okay, every season. But what, what contended mm-hmm. team can you not put Kawhi Leonard on and they not be final favorites today? But that's the thing. You're talking about contending team. The Nets are not going to be contenders after they get rid of Kyrie and And KD. the Clippers wouldn't Everybody be either. The Clippers wouldn't be either. I'm not saying that they would be, but they'd be closer than what the Nets are even with being Well, because you still got Paul George. Yes, of course. You still got Paul George. Man, yes. you, you you out your marbles, man. You out your marbles. Now, if you're talking, if you're talking KD, if you're talking KD for, I mean, if you're talking Kawhi for AD, sure. That's one I take. Yeah, absolutely. AD going to be hurt and playing around too. Good. Go ahead. I got okay. one hurt. Guy, 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 guy. You a big Kawhi advocate too. You're, you're a Kawhi advocate. Right. You telling me that it's, it's, it, it doesn't make sense to trade a Kevin Durant for a Kawhi Leonard. If I'm the Clippers, in, in I would have done that. In this current situation, from the Nets' perspective, it don't make sense. If they were both fully healthy, of course. But if we're talking about, like, literally right now, if I was the Clippers, I would try to make that trade for show. But Kawhi, we're not even sure. I mean, he say he right. healthy. We're not even sure if Kawhi playing next year. Hold on. Wait a minute. He didn't play at all last year. Bro, no. stop it. He ain't played all last year. Stop. Bro, I ain't worried about Kawhi. Listen, Kawhi, Kawhi career is not going to be longevity. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Kawhi, Kawhi career is going to be short-lived for, for sure. But if you telling me that Kawhi is, like, if you add health into it, Kevin Durant had a lot of big injuries too. Like, let's not act like, like they both done sat out two seasons. You know but I feel like that's because KD couldn't play. You, I was just about to say, you know the difference? KD we li- like physically couldn't play. We knew there was nothing. Kawhi was like, guy. my thigh hurt a little bit. I'm going to chill his season. Y'all I asking mean, for a lot for real. I ain't finna play. I mean, I mean, hey, hey, I'm just saying, pound for pound, talent-wise, okay. they not Here, that watch, far off. Watch what I tell you. Watch what I tell you. In years from now, and I hope that this podcast is still running and we getting paid wild bread and we on ESPN or something like that. This is going to be great <laughs> to look back on this tape because it's going to be during the dog days of sports coverage when we ain't got nothing else to talk about either. And it's going to be like 2027. And they're going to be like, hey, y'all got any story ideas for the day? And it'll be July 11th, which I'm going to remember because I'm going to be somewhere getting a free slushie for 7-Eleven on, on 7-Eleven day. And it's going to hit me. Wait a minute. I remember we said Kawhi wasn't nothing. Ah, it's that day. It's that day again. Because I'm telling you, nobody in their right mind would trade a player who ain't played in a year, missed 30 games every year for KD right now. No way. No. And KD is getting older. KD had his injuries. But, again, I, you know what? We we got to move on. We got to move on. But we could we could talk our heads off. Real, real quick, before night. we move on, when we was talking about Paul Pierce, I, I agree with both of y'all, and I definitely agree with Chris. Ten, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't say 10 years from now. If I lined up 
10 high school seniors that claim they basketball fans. I feel like at least half of them would, would know who Paul Pierce is. Oof. I was and, watching and this. I'm talking, was... talk, you talking like players that like watch the game on a day-to-day basis too. Like, you know, like people that yeah. actually like, you know, familiar with basketball. Now, mm-hmm. see, high school seniors might be a little too old. I no, was thinking I, I more was, so high school sophomores. I was watching this TikTok. And it's this dude on TikTok that's a uh, drill sergeant for ROTC or whatever. And he asks his students uh, sports trivia questions. And if they get it wrong, they got to run a lap. And these kids was like 15, 16. And he was asking them, right, that's what, yep. what player nickname is the big ticket? It was 20 kids. Literally, the 20th kid is the only one that got it right. The first 19 did not know. Yeah, yeah. They didn't know Kevin Garnett nickname? Nope. Yeah, that, now that's a shocking one because Kevin Garnett, that's if he would have left about. Timberwolves earlier, he would have probably Kevin been Kevin Garnett's still Rushmore. all over the socials, too. He would have been. And he never stops talking. He never stops. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to lie. If KG left Timberwolves earlier, he probably be on Mount Rushmore. That's how good KG was. Like KG was, was him. Was oh him. my like, god, that's that's tough. <laughs> that's tough, man. That's tough. That I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. If if in in ten years, if they did that same thing with like, you know, um, who who said board man gets paid? I'm guaranteeing you. Nobody would know that squad. Yeah, nobody. I mean, well, I think they would because who else gonna sign with New Balance? I mean, again, it sound good. It sound good. But again. Okay, so, so you can say, like, who else going to sign with New Balance so kids would know. But if you ask kids, like, yo, in the 90s, who signed with Fila? Wouldn't none of them know Grant Hill? Yeah. Yeah, but his yeah. career ain't Kawhi career. Grant Hill, like, eh, he, he got injured too early. I but mean. He sti- but he still went on Grant to Grant gave for- you, like, seven good seasons before he got injured. That's kind of the same with Kawhi. Uh, all right, so I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Okay, uh, we. It's it's interesting that we're discussing this because this this is blending in with our theme of like trophies, recognition, all that good stuff, and and we got something that we need to speak about. Okay, we got something that we need to speak about because. <laughs> but for the audience, get on get on me. This was Gibbs' addition to the rundown. No, the no, no. Listen, I know y'all listen, like to make I'll me take be Satan. Heat. I'll take the heat. I'll take the heat for it. And you know what? You know what? I don't even go. I'll even take that step further. Me and Gibbs was or was more willing to put that on the rundown than Chris was. Yeah, we yeah, need to I, talk. We and, and you know what? You know what? We'll say that for last. We'll say that for last because you know what? We we talking about what we would give up for Kevin Durant, and we need to talk about the 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 uh, Nets GM asking for and and Cat. And some first for KD. Fellas, what what would be your response if you're Minnesota's GM and Mark's asked you for all that for, for KD? Can I what go first, guy? Can I go first? Go, go ahead. So y'all remember the Razor phones, right? The Razor yeah. phones. <laughs> when he called, man. I would have clapped that phone so close so quick. And he would have called back. I'm like, who this? You this 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 Sean Marks. Boy, why you calling me? <laughs> I would have hit him with one of those. Ain't no way. Ain't I'm no dropping through a tunnel right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no way you call me and ask me to gut my team apart after I just got Gobert for some Kevin Durant. 
no, ain't no way you just asked me. So what you go, what Kevin Durant gonna play with? Go Bear and D'Angelo Russell? Oh yeah, he's a real world beater. He couldn't win with Kyrie and James Harden. Mm, mm, mm. I just I, so so. Let me tell you this. This would be my response. Confessions part two. Usher in the beginning of the song. I'm in the studio right now. Hey, stop playing. How you know that? <laughs> stop playing, man. Oh, for that would have been. That would have been. That would have absolutely been me. And my next response would have been, "Hey, hey, Marks, man. Hey, Marks." I know that you want me to take all these years. Holla at me when you sober. Holla at me. Don't worry, Socrates. We're gonna get to the spicy take later. We gonna, but we we had to get this KD story in here real quick. But we're gonna get to spicy stuff later. Anyway, I would have told them, holla at me when you sober, because I ain't doing it. I ain't going. I ain't, I don't know why you think that a 30 how old is KD? 34? Yeah, 30, yeah 30, 34. A, a 34-year-old that's had multiple lower leg injuries at seven feet tall. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I ain't going. Josh, After what would have been season like that? Yeah, yeah, no, not not happening. It's not, not happening. even response coming from me. Yeesh. <laughs> you gonna turn on your rare receipts? You gonna, yeah. gonna turn on your rare receipts? Yeah. Wow, that offer crazy. Peep Sean Mark's I'm just th- there. thumbs up the message. Look, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look, Sean Mark's probably sitting there like, man, I got Kate. I'm about to, I'm about to blow him mild with this chair right here. He was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just got Gobert too, so you 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 want somebody like KD, man? KD and Gobert, you you sweet, yeah. you sweet. He's that trade offer, like... that trade offer is one of those where like it's like an outfit where somebody wear like a leopard print with like a lime green shirt or something like that. Like you can't do that trade without thinking you shut down the club. Like you can't. Like there is no like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a good trade or whatever. But anywho, I'm glad that we're all in agreement. That trade request was so ridiculous. There's there's no serious need to talk about it, but now we get to the actual take that we that was very very spicy or the actual questions that were extremely spicy. Josh, can you pull up that trophy and, and put it on? Can you pull up this trophy? Let me, let me, let me okay. find it. Let me find now, it. Now I, I I wanted Josh to pull up this trophy because this this WNBA All Star Game MVP trophy is the most disrespectful trophy I have ever seen. In my life, in all of professional sports, and I don't think y'all understand. Like I used to watch tennis when Serena was on, and I saw what they would give like the runner-up. Like they give you that like little plate, not the like big grand one that the winners got, but they gave you like a little plate to stand there with while like she was on the podium winning. What like did y'all? Did you immediately look at that and think this is a horrible look for the NBA? Chris, I, I'm gonna let you start. Did you immediately think that? I ain't gonna lie, Gibbs. If Gurley took her shoe off and put it next to the trophy, oh, her the shoe, shoe was bigger. The shoe got the shoe. It. The <laughs> shoe was bigger than that trophy. <laughs> when we when I first saw that, I thought it was you know the tea kettle that your that whistled through the house your grandma used to have in the house. You know, I thought that's what it was they gave her. Like, <laughs> come on, man, come on. Y'all are affiliated with the National Basketball Association, okay? Let's talk about that. National Basketball Association affiliates, right? That means mm-hmm. you don't even have to really make no money in WNBA, which we know y'all lose more money than y'all actually make in WNBA, which is not a knock. I mean, women's basketball is just not a prominent thing right now. And I, I hope one day in the future it does become a more prominent thing or a more demanding sport. But right now, you're affiliated with the NBA. Is it not? Is it that hard to say? Oh, the NBA does this well. Let's do it in the WNBA. Like, what budget are y'all working on? 
like this is this is pitiful. People are commenting under these Amazon trophies that have a girl hooper that's bigger <laughs> than this trophy or or more value than this trophy. Hey, that, that this trophy don't even Amazon have no engravings on it. They didn't have no engravings on it. That trophy from Amazon was actually kind of fire. Yeah, that, if you if you put like fire. a little effort into it, the Amazon trophy was kind of heat. It was. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It was kind of heat. I I ain't even gonna lie. Josh, did you pull up the picture? Can we? It's up. Yeah. It's can up. We, okay. So they can see it. They, they can, can see, see it. it. That is the trophy. That's the trophy. And I, I just, you know, bro, she hold the trophy with, with her two fingers. <laughs> with two fingers. It's like she holding up a piece of loose leaf. <laughs> Now listen, now listen, now listen. This this gets to the actual spicy take where some people going to get mad at me, but I'm going to say it anyway. Everybody keeps saying if you lower the rims, you change the trajectory of the shot, and like the current players can't play. Listen, this is not like a disrespect to women at all, and anybody who knows me knows that I'm like full out extremely against misogyny. That is a great contributing factor to why the WNBA is not popular. But let's also get into another part of it. The reality is the most exciting play outside of game winners, because game winners got to be eliminated when you talk about most exciting plays. I mean, the most exciting play possible in a game where it's the second, third quarter, a dunk has got to be one of the most exciting plays we've ever seen. It is one of the most exciting. Dunk and the and one. The dunk and the and one. I mean, we've even seen players throughout the course of the NBA that, like, aren't elite-level players, but they're known because they knew how to dunk. Like, if, exactly. you, if you look at the All-Star weekend a couple years ago, people that's casual basketball fans was thinking that Eric Aaron Gordon was an elite-level talent because what he did in a dunk contest. I give or, you or, or I, Oh, go ahead. Jason Richardson. Jason yeah. Richardson, for a very long time, was like, People thought he was a lot better than he actually was. That, that's facts. When I was a because, kid, I thought Jason Richardson was that guy. Because I, I he was give y'all like crazy. I give y'all even better one. 35-year-old Richard Jefferson with the calves. <laughs> <laughs> I give y'all even better one. Y'all remember everybody used to be gassing up uh, James Flight White? Oh, yeah. 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 Bro, average like half a point. And that, and that was not... Was? That was not a guy that we thought about, like, he should probably be in the G League right now, huh? Like, we never <laughs> thought that about it because you all you heard was, oh, man, Flight White got in the game. Like, my dog should get a roster spot. That, again, this is not, like, and I understand the implications of lowering the rim and how that would, like, you need to phase it in over time. So I'm proposing right now, like, you, like, start right now because little kids shouldn't be shooting on the tall, on the, the highest level of the rim anyway. It's terrible for their shot form. Not yeah. a good idea. They should be shooting on lower rims anyway. From Which this is why point, if you see with, with the AAU circuit, kids are starting to play early and earlier. If you're looking at it, a lot of guys are getting to high high school level, getting to college, and they still using that form to where they got to push from their hip so they can get strength because they're used to shooting like that from five, six, seven years old. And then when they get to college or when they get to the NBA, the first thing they got to do, instead of learning the playbook, instead of learning rotations, instead learn of learning – they got to learn how to not do this anymore. They got to learn yep. how to not do that. I am telling you, these the the little girls going forward, again, the rims should be a height to where, like, it adjusts over time, of course, but, like, it stops at a certain point where, like, most players can dunk. You know what I mean? Like, in the NBA, it's an aberration if you can't. Like, yeah. like even play right. even players we think that can't like Isaiah Thomas he can dunk 
Isaiah Thomas catch for you sure. Like, like, yeah, we, we you I'm know players saying. that never dunk. We seen Andre Miller dunk on somebody before, like once. But That's he can do I'm it. Like, he was an open JJ player. JJ Reddick was. Hey, JJ Reddick on a body once. He was. That's what I'm saying. It's like we will not see that, and that's that is a huge part about. Again, as a football player, I understand that what makes football uh, enjoyable to watch for most people is not a defensive tackle perfectly wrong arm in a trap making the ball bounce outside. Most people don't enjoy. They're looking at that like, huh. They ran a play that didn't work. I'm trying work. to see this man head get knocked off. If you're a casual football fan, that's what brings in the uh, the player getting his getting his stuff rocked in the next week. Uh, a receiver dunking on somebody in the end zone, uh, mossing somebody. That's what they want to see. Yeah. That's it. Again, I'm a defensive guy. I hate quarterbacks. I've always hated them, and I can still be honest with myself and realize I'm I'm Otis. I'm Otis. The the wide receiver Mawson people, that's David Ruffin. Ain't nobody coming to see Otis. Ain't nobody coming to see Otis. I used to think before every game, I want to make this game real boring. I want everybody to go home today. That's what <laughs> I want for everybody here. Reality has to set in for the WNBA that at the end of the day, if you don't get more dunking, who's gonna want to watch? Who's gonna who the, the people who care about the difference between the flare screen, an elevator screen, a down screen? The people who care about those things, we're going to watch anyway. Right. And that's a very limited crowd. That's a right. very marginal crowd. Now, the players that will watch, if everybody besides Sylvia Files and Brittany Griner were throwing down wild dunks on whoever they wanted, that's a different crowd. That's a yeah. very different crowd. So that's that's just my take on it. But anywho, what do y'all think that the WNBA could do to get more viewers, get their revenue up, all that type of stuff? My, I'm already in a spot to where the NBA is is uh, I, I don't know the word I'm looking for but they're supplying most of the money to keep the WNBA NBA afloat because they don't have a, a winning business model what I don't understand is you have very skilled basketball players you have a system that works because they've done it with the NBA I'm trying to figure out if you want to increase this or you want this to be a business why is the marketing so poor with the WNBA? Yeah. I'm a basketball fan. I try to watch the WNBA as much as possible. Does anybody know what the WNBA schedule is? Uh, I do not. I know. It's I don't either. Summertime and I, the end in summertime. I feel like they play. <laughs> I feel like they play 365 days a year. Every time I look up, they're like, "Yo, the the WNBA season just started." And I feel like it's so many avenues, especially in the sport of basketball, because that's the sport that's most marketable for individuals because that's the only sport where you're seeing somebody face constantly. In mm -hmm. baseball, somebody can get a hit or they can get thrown out, and you don't see them. If you a designated hitter, you might somebody might see your face three times a game. Football, you got a helmet on. Unless you're a star player, they get they catch a snap of you on the sideline. It's so many marketing avenues that they have already done for the NBA that they could easily do for the WNBA that I don't understand why they haven't taken that approach yet. Yep. And, they, and the players play in the league, so you don't have to spend extra marketing bread to get them to do certain types of promos. How, how many to be, How many tweets have you seen of somebody just putting up a random picture of a WNBA player with 50,000 replies like, hey, yo, who is that? Yeah. Turn that into a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. 
So here at Facts of Acts, no, we don't make millions of dollars. And no, we do not have the best marketing tactics because it, first thing we have to do is we have to find our audience and cater to our audience. So that's why we constantly, even though we don't make tons of thousands of dollars, we still drop episodes every week. You get what I'm saying? You know, you guys know once a week you're going to get Facts Over Acts episode and we're going to put together a rundown that we feel caters to our audience. WNBA. Having the rims 10 feet and playing, playing those rules doesn't cater to your audience. What little girl is going to look up at this game and say, oh, man, I want to be like them when I grow older? The game is so much slower. If you lower the rims down, the game will be a lot faster. Also, also, and I'm not knocking women at all. Women are great, and they are powerful beings just like men are. They actually do more than men most cases, to be honest with you. If you shrink, sh- shrunk the court down a little bit, because the average height is not the same height as the NBA. The average height is not. So, right, which means physically that, you need less space. Physically right. you need less space, and physically the game will speed up a lot more. You will see a lot more fast break dunks transition plays you'll see a lot more high intensity defense you know i feel like it's hard to watch the wnba when i try to watch it because it's so slow like it'd be possessions where they don't get a bucket for so long and it don't even be a shot attempt it'd be turnover then they jog back down turnover you have to find a way to market the sport for your audience you have to make young kids look up to those players and say I want to be like them. I'm going to study the game. And by the way, another reason I'm proud to be on this show is because, like, when we were talking about this in pre-production, literally, like, not one time did any of us make, like, a terribly misogynistic joke where I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, that is not going to happen. Not even me. Not even me, chat. We were actually being very serious (laughs) about, like, ways to make the game better because the the reality is the I reality. wanted to be successful. We all want the WNBA to succeed. We all have watched the WNBA. Again, the Shock were my team. That was one of my teams growing up. Oh like, man, the Shock was us. Yeah. Bro, it was I remember I had like a little Shock t-shirt with a uh, Ford Dame on the back and I was like, "Yo, like I got a Shock <laughs> shirt." Like it was a big deal for me. And the reality and the reality is if if you want to like People keep saying that expansion is something the WNBA needs to do. Nobody wants to expand a product that is not making enough money. Right. You have to first get the money. You have to first get uh, be operating out of net positive, and then more people will be like, oh, yeah, I want to own a team. Like, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I want to move a team, or I want to put a new team, start a new team here, because it makes sense. A lot of these folks, you're asking for something that doesn't make sense, and again, the product on the floor has to get better. Now, again, are there a sect of misogynistic and horrible, like, people who are just going to be like, I don't want to see women play regardless of what happens? Of course. Of course. Yes. Yeah. There are going to be those people. There are going to be those horrible people that are like, oh, y'all need prettier players. There are going to be those people. A- absolutely. Yes. But the reality is, if you continue with the model that you're currently going with and you change nothing, we all know the, the definition of insanity. We all know it. Doing the same thing over and over again, expected a different result. Viewership is going up. People are getting more interested in the game. Just lower the rims a little bit, and you could make that jump so much. Imagine Skylar Diggins throwing down a 360 on somebody's head. Yeah. Imagine it. Imagine, bro, imagine one of the bigs 
Imagine Elena Deladon cocking back, hitting a wild tomahawk on somebody. That's that is like, oh, that's that's crazy. They right. they out here acting different. But instead, we get like, oh, she hit like I mean, a 360 and, layup. Right, right, and it's not like it's not already sports out there that do the same thing, and nobody bats an eye at it. It's the reason there's a difference between baseball and softball. And softball exactly. is actually a very profitable sport. Exactly. Exactly. It's again, it's we oh, we're we're trying. We're trying our best here. We're trying man. our best to get this thing rolling, get this thing we try. But at the end of the day, again, I have heard the arguments and, and you know, a lot of my friends, a lot of I'm friends with a lot of women who used to play women's basketball at the college level. And like, you know, we've had this discussion and it's it's I get the the feeling of like it it feels like a little bit of a like slight to say that you're not you're not equal to the men, but it, I I would look at it like it's pulling you equal by saying like we want you to have the same things, we want you to have the exciting things too. So that's just my take on it. But anywho, I know y'all tired of us talking about the WNBA and why KD asked for too much and running from the ground and whatnot. But come on back next week and a week after that. And a week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo?